Hello, 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 hello out there. How are you guys? This is your favorite friend, Agent K, and I would like to welcome you to the Imperfectly Perfect, the podcast. Hi, good day. Today is August 23rd, 2021, episode 12. I have made it to a dozen episodes, everybody. Hi, y'all. Hey, I feel good. <laughs> But, you know, I just needed to, like, talk to you guys. And maybe it's just me. This is one of those maybe it's just me type of situations that maybe I need to talk to somebody about what's going on, what I see. (sighs) Before I get into the tea, let's get into... How you can support the show, support me, contact me if you want to support the show. And I really hope you do because we talk about politics, we talk about culture, we talk about everything up in here. We talk about self-healing, everything, getting out of body and mind, right? We talk about it all. So I want to be one of your close friends now because I think we are. And You know this is probably your second or third podcast you heard from me. So you need to subscribe to support me. When that, when you subscribe, what you're telling all of the, whoever you, or whatever platform you're hearing me from, that you like the content and that you want to share it with others. That's all that was subscribe does. I'm not asking you to share it or anything, but if you want to share it, it's up to you. But just hit that subscribe button. In return, the system will tell you when I do another pot another podcast and having you on my subscriber list is one of the things that I cherish right now I have three subscribers but I know there's a lot of people listening I know it I feel it in my bones come on let's try to get it to 10 if we can get it to 10 subscribers I will be very very happy very very happy I might even do, if we get to 10 subscribers, I might even do all about me. Meaning, you guys send me questions. I do one podcast answering all those questions. Good, bad, and different up to 10 for the 10, for the 10 subscribers. So how you can contact me. You can leave a comment on this podcast. You can hit me up either at on Twitter, either at K of LDA, that's the letter K at LDA or at imp, I-M-P, perfect pod, all one word on Twitter. Or you can email a sister. Yes, you can. So is it imperfect podcast at outlook.com? That's right. Imperfect podcast at Outlook.com. So if you didn't have a pen and paper and cut all that information, I'll repeat it at the end of the podcast so that you can get time to get that pen and paper. But I feel like we should get into tea. You feel like joining me in the tea? Let's get into the tea. So I had to loosen myself up for this one because it's a lot of a lot of stuff that's going in, going around in my mind. But Since the pandemic, let me go even back further. February 
before the pandemic. Valentine's Day. Well, even the day before Valentine's Day, I had a boyfriend. He was younger than me. I'm in my 40s. He's he was in his 30s and I didn't feel like some I didn't feel like something was right. So, mind you, when I met him, I was having surgery on my Achilles. So there was a lot of things I could not do. Um, so I just stayed home most of the time and he would text me eight, seven, eight times a day, call me in the morning, call me at night and everything. So if you're calling somebody that much and you haven't had a date, there's no such thing as pre-dating because you're past that. You are dating this person in my book. Now, if you ever heard of predating, please send me a message because when he threw that on me, I was like, what? What the hell? Okay, we'll see who's predating. So to get his attention that I was a catch, because you know I am a catch. I made up that I went out with two different guys during a weekend. That got his attention all of a sudden. He's asking me out on dates, but the dates are like in the middle of the day when he's getting off work. And I'm like, okay, once or twice, that's okay. Because you get off work very early. He worked down in lower Manhattan and he had this schedule of seven to one or eight to two, something like that. And he was working for some government agency. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll meet you during the day. We'll go eat somewhere, blah, blah, blah. Nigga was cheap on top. Excuse my language. And truthfully, the man was cheap. Burger King, pot belly sub or something like that. I'm like, okay, we're just gonna, we're just gonna roll with this. We're gonna see what's going on with this. Then his living situation was questionable. He come telling me, oh, I have a roommate. Okay, I use the roommate line myself. That's cool. So you rooming with a guy or a girl? Because that's the next question. Even though you have a quote unquote roommate doesn't mean that y'all have a roommate relationship. This is not three's company up in there. You know what I'm saying? You're not Jack Tripper. And those who are old enough to know that reference, I bet you're laughing right about now. He goes, oh, it's an older woman, 60 years old. I'm like, 60? Okay, I'm 40 something. And you interested in me. And you told me you only go with older women. So what, what am I supposed to feel? So men, to subside a woman's... um. Well, society mine, I can't talk for all women, but to society my curiosity, the best way to squash this whole argument is bring the girl that you're dating, or in this case, friends who want to be dating in his head to your house to say, you know what? This is my roommate. This is where I sleep, blah, blah, blah. That would squash my curiosity some. 
Because at this point, you're telling me you, I can't come over because you have a roommate who's 60. And I'm not there to make any noise. I'm just there to be in your presence. These are times that I, you know, this was, this is the time when things were getting a little weird with the temp, with the, with the world. So a little Netflix and chill would have been fine at that moment. No, you can't come over. Okay, cool. Roommate goes out of town for a weekend. You tell me. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm coming over. Can I come over? He said, no. Why? Because I have a roommate. You just said your roommate is out of town. That means you're home alone. That means I can come over. We can do the do and call it a day. And I know what's going through your head. Why can't he come over to your house? My thing is, unless we're serious, you're not stepping foot in my house. Because nobody's going to know the intimacies of my house except the boyfriend or the husband that I bring in. Not for no booty call, not for no hookup, none of that. Because after you leave, I have to still be here in the house with your essence. That's not going to work. I even suggested to him, if that cannot be the situation and you want to see me and you want to be with me like that, get a hotel, get a motel. I'm throwing out everything, including the kitchen sink. He kept saying, no, no, no. So what was the camel that broke the, broke, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? Was on Valentine's Day. The 13th of February, not the 14th, but the 13th, he comes and tell me that he had a mental health break and he was drinking. If I'm like, okay, and he's drinking hard. You can hear him slamming the bottle onto the table. When you ask him what he's drinking, he's like, I'm drinking whiskey straight. I'm drinking Scott straight. I have it right here, both bottles. I'm taking a swig from each one. He has a ment- he had a, a severe mental health break, and he was trying to quell it with alcohol. So me, as someone who's trained and work with people who have mental health breaks, I'm trying to help a brother out. He come telling me. That he don't need no help. I tell him. Because if this is my field. You need to go speak to somebody about this. Oh they're just going to put me on pills. But you're drinking yourself away. Trying to find. Relief. And that's not working. So after he cursed me out. Not because I said go get help. He cursed me out because I was concerned about him. I said you know what. Fuck you and the horse that you rode on. And I'm sorry if little kids are listening, but I had to be blunt with him because being beating around the bush wasn't helping him. F you and the horse that you rode on, we're done. So I literally broke up with this man the day before Valentine's Day. 
the next month we get COVID-19. So technically, if you want to get technical about it, I have not been in a relationship with a man in over four years. Haven't had, I had relations, but I want a relationship if you get my drift. So fast speed during the quarantine, I tried the online dating thing. I've been insulted. Um, I have men who are my age and older say something's wrong with my ovaries because I don't have any children. Nah, bruh. I don't have any children because I was trying to get this money first. Trying to build myself, trying to be somewhere so that I can offer my child something better than nothing. And maybe it took longer. So men who ask that question, why you don't have children and then insult you and say that you, you must have something wrong with your body. That you need to go get a doc, go see a doctor. Hell, I want to see your medical license for real. Then... Um, I get younger guys who are in their twenties. Yes, I said twenties who, who have heard that older women, especially older, heavy set women, which I am proud and pleasant are desperate. Then you get men who are my age or 30 or a little bit older Sitting down there saying, oh, she's a big girl. She don't get enough play. So I'm just going to use her as a toy. And then throw her away. And obviously I do get the men who are fresh from Africa. Who just tell me what I want to hear. But when I ask them questions about what I need to hear, they don't know how to answer. So dating for me in my 40s, being plus size and black have been very difficult. Um, I have also gotten white guys who tell me they've dated black girls. But when I start talking to them, they let it slip. You're the first black woman I've spoken to. So sometimes it feels like with other races, I am an experiment. Sometimes with my own race, because I'm big, I feel like I'm an experiment. When I'm dealing with guys who are younger or older, they're trying to figure out how to experiment on me. And this is all in stride to try to have a relationship. It's like, ah, can I get a little help here? So I, 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 you could call this a rant if you like, but the funny thing about this whole situation that I'm dealing with is that the pandemic has put a lot of people in this mindset that they want to build things. So right now, if you're a good listener and have been following me for a while, you know, I got Project Triple R, Rediscover, Reclaim and 
restore. And I probably got those words in the opposite direction. But as you know, I do opposite things all the time. You know that I am firm believer, a firm advocate. I am watching what's going on in the world. And I come to you and I'm like, hey, let's talk about this. So with this, I'm just like, I'm lost. I am not sure what is what the hell is going on at this point. Which is funny because I spoke to some girlfriends of mine. Um, some of them are older. Some of them are younger. Uh, and I've been doing this talking with them over several months. I am not so close to my girlfriends. And I admit that. I am. I can be a, a loner. I can get very cerebral in my head. So I come to the airways and I talk to you guys. And um, when I had the discussion with them, they told me point blank, they're having the same problems. There are just guys who are used to women just giving it up because it's them. But they don't want to um, contribute to the birth of something beautiful. And during the pandemic, I've been one of those people who want to build, who wants to grow, who wants to see things differently and do things differently. And I'm not able to do that in all areas alone. So for instance, medically, I'm trying my best to get to the point where I am off so many medications, off all these vitamins, and that I'm growing as a person that I can do the things that I want to do. I had to seek help. I am mentally trying to keep that stable, trying to make sure that I am all that I can be. I had to seek help. I am trying everything in my atmosphere in my touch in the stretch of my arm to keep myself sane and I am the person who cares about the world and has been caring about the world and everybody else in it for many 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 years So the turnaround of me just caring about me is a scary thing. So I seek help. But in the relationship realm, I don't have a lot of experience in that. I'm going to be very truthful. I did not date as a teenager. My mother um, made it feel like if I was dating during my teen years that I will neglect something and come up pregnant. And she would drill it in my head, drill it in my head. You are going to college. You're going to finish college. You're going to do this and you're going to do that. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. So I, because of the drilling, had in my head that I had to be the example for the world. I had to be example for my family. So I did everything I could. I avoided dating. I avoided boys. It was hard. I went to college. I mean, I think my first real 
even a group date was when I was 18 years old in college. Isn't that bad? And it's not that there were no men interested in me or no boys interested in me as I was growing up. I just avoided them like the plague because the first thing my mother said was that you got to go to college. You got to do this. Now, don't get me wrong. My mother wasn't a bad parent. She wasn't. She did what she thought was right, like most parents do, like most of you would do if you're a parent. But because I feel like I lacked that experience, my dating profile, if you think about it, and mentality is not of a 40-year-old woman. It is of an 18, 19, maybe a 21-year-old person. So... I am looking for that, like most people, that forever home. I'm looking for that forever relationship where I can grow, I can live, I can be peace of mind and happy. So when somebody comes up to me and you are in a relationship with children and try to get me to help you cheat with me, first of all, if you're going to do it, do you have a plan? See, I have learned to challenge these men where they're at. I'm meeting you where you're at. Oh, you want a friends with benefits? In other words, you want a mistress with no benefits. And when I say mistress with no benefits, that means you do not have enough money to support me and your family. So all your money is going to your family. This is what we're going to do. A real mistress... And this is the reason why they don't call friends with benefits mistresses because mistresses used to get a house, used to get a car, get her hair done by her man, nails and all that stuff. These days they call that a sugar daddy or a sugar mama, but really it's mistress. Friends with benefits. Let me tell you about friends with benefits. Friends with benefits don't get shit. Excuse my language. Nothing. All you get is the D or all you get is the P and that's it. So if you want a friends with benefits situation or a mistress, you got to come up with a plan. So, you know, you can't bring her to your house because you live with your woman or your man with the kids and you know, you don't want to disrespect that. Then you need to find alternate locations and don't think it's okay to bring for her to bring you into her house just like you don't want to disrespect your home with your woman or man I don't want you disrespecting my home and I'm sure of friends with benefits who believe in karma because karma is real would not want to disrespect her home with all that. It's bad enough that she's walking in with you on her. But if she's living in a space with you all around and she has no way to get away, that makes her crazy. And she wants peace once she walks into her door. Just like you want peace once you walk into yours. So you got to have a plan. So that means you find a no name motel. Or should I say no shame hotel. You find a hotel. 
you find somewhere where you guys can meet and do this. And if since it's your idea, my brother, you need to pony up the pay for that room. And if you if you think I'm wrong, that's fine. Remember, this is your idea. You came to her. Let's be friends with benefits. Make sure you have a condom all times. Friends with benefits don't get nothing, but can you give me, and I apologize for the siren if you hear it, can you give me a room somewhere where I can stay? You're already paying the rent. I know. You're already paying the bills. I know. You got kids' school supplies and all that stuff to pay for. I know. But this is what you want, and you'll find a way. I'm trying to get something out of the situation. All I'm getting is the D. And I don't even know if the D is good enough to say I want more. So don't you think you should have somewhere for us to go? I think you should. So me with dating, this is what I'm getting. And it's disgusting. Let's put it that way. It's absolutely disgusting. I know life is short and we shouldn't, we shouldn't waste it with the wrong person and blah, blah, blah. And this, that, and the third brother, I understand because I feel the same, but here's the problem with your, with your logic. Okay. The friends with benefits situation ends up with babies. Even if she's on the pill and you wear a condom or she has this damn or if she's and and I've heard this from 20 something year old men that they like older women because they can't get pregnant. Can we say that one more time? They can't get pregnant. There's always that slim chance that it may happen. So I know dating cannot be that different for those who are in their thirties and their twenties, but you know, I'm getting tired of seeing these younger people, younger women get engaged, get married and all this stuff. I've heard it all. The excuses from other people. You want too much. You got high standards. How is it high standard? To not sleep with a man. To be his hookup. Because he got an itch. Hell, I get itches too. I don't have the network. And I did say network. Of men that I'm interested in sleeping with. And if I did, I would make sure that they strapped up. The, fo- the point of the matter is we all get itches and we want to satisfy that itch. But if we're going to do the friends with benefits, I'm going to put the I'm going to put my foot down. I'm going to say what I want, because you're getting what you want. You want the P and you don't care who you get it from. Now, here's the thing. When I say what I want, you want to be friends with benefits. 
Fine. This is what I want from you. 99.9% of the time, all of a sudden, it's not worth it. Thank you. Because you know you can't roll over on me. I don't care how much I like you. I don't care how much I, I think we have this connection. I got to be real with you. I'm not good with being your hookup, your friends with benefits, your mistress. One thing my mother told me. Because um, this only came up because my mother was a church going woman. Believe, sanctified, and baptized. We were watching Days of Our Lives when I was a child. And she said this to me. She said, look, there's the wife, there's the mistress. If you're going to be a mistress, make sure you're not a broke mistress. He has to make sure the wife is taken care of and the other woman on the side. That's the only thing that friends and with benefits you don't get. The woman, whoever is the one who's getting the benefit, is good. It's always one party that's not good with friends with benefits. Yeah, the monetary scratch is relieved, but what about the emotional? I get emotional. I get so emotional, baby. Every time I think of you. I'm sorry, I had to say it. But the fact of the matter is, dating in my 40s has not been easy. And to tell you the truth, all I want is a guy who's going to be honest. And I saw a meme recently, and I'm wrapping up, of from one of my um, Instagram friends. And I had to nod my head and laugh when I saw it. It said, men want the personality. So men want my personality in a body that they love. So to break it down, I am not a, 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 no, even better. Let's take a Ferrari. A man wants a Ferrari because of the smooth lines, it's thin, it runs fast, it does this, it does that, right? But they want it to have the mileage of a Honda. It's the same diff. You want someone who's smart, intelligent, um, good provider for children, a mother figure, all these other things, but you want it in a body that is like a size two um, Beyonce type thing. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. But I am not a Beyonce. Far from it. Um, when might have Janice's body, but I'm digressing. It's hard. And I feel like it's even harder now that I'm older and I'm getting to the point where I'm about to give up on the human race. 
And I don't want to give up on you guys. I really don't. I really, I mean, people are like, oh, patience is a virtue. How long can I wait? I'm over 40 years old. There's no more I can wait anymore. Ah, I feel better. <laughs> um, I hope I gave you food for thought of dating in your 40s. And if you're married right now, and you're thinking about a divorce. Unless you're getting with somebody who is 20 something who's like, oh, depending on you, you're going to have a hard time dating out here, too, unless you got your mistress already. Unless you got the side chick. Yeah, friends with benefits, side chicks, we don't get shit. Excuse my language. <laughs> but now that we're at the end, I hope through all that time you were able to get a pen and paper to talk to me. As usual, you can leave your comments at the end of this podcast and it will get to me. Or you can contact me on Twitter at K, the letter K at L-D-A, that's K at L-D-A, or Imperfect Pod, I-M-P, Perfect Pod, one word. Or you can email me at Imperfectly Perfect Podcast at Outlook.com. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. I will speak to you soon. Namaste.